Hello and welcome to episode 413 of the official EstablishTheRun.com podcast. My name is Adam Levitan and I am back for another edition of Market Monday. This in August 15th edition. This show is designed to get you up to speed very quickly on recent average draft position, aka ADP movement in the fantasy football market. In the show notes, you can find a free link to the charts and a full article on this topic from ETR Director of Analytics and the man behind all this, Michael Leone. By the way, if you are the type of person listening to a fantasy football market update podcast right now, you should be putting your knowledge to work at Underdog Fantasy. Promo code ETR will get you up to $100 in free entries. And remember, they have a $2 million to first fantasy tournament that's going on right now, $25 to buy in. Insane stuff. That's promo code ETR for up to $100 in entries at Underdog Fantasy. All right. Let's begin with the risers from the last seven days. And of course, the riser we have to talk about is Isaiah Pacheco up 36.9 spots. It's 171st overall on underdog up even more on some other sites. I mean, my God, I've seen some camp hype on late round rookies before, but not sure I've ever seen anything like this. It's just so, so incredibly rare for a seventh round rookie at any skill position, even running back to have an impact. And honestly, like I, I was skeptical, you know, but, but we have real evidence now that Isaiah Pacheco and his surge up the depth chart is real. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco was the second running back in the game with the Mahomes group on Saturday's preseason game behind only Clyde Edwards Alaire. Jerry McKinnon was the third running back in and Ronald Jones didn't even play with the Mahomes group. And now we have most Chiefs beat reporters, including Nate Taylor of The Athletic and Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. We have them predicting the Chiefs will only keep three running backs on their final 53-man roster. I thought that they would keep four. And now they're both projecting, Nate and Pete are now both projecting Ronald Jones to get cut. And obviously, that would be exciting news for Isaiah Pacheco. You know, the Chiefs have never shown great confidence in CEH. Jack McKinnon had a great playoffs, but he's 30 years old with a serious knee injury on his resume. Pacheco is an athlete, 5'10", 194, 4'37", speed. He really struggled for production at Rutgers, but man, the team was so, so, so bad. So right now, I would be drafting as if Rojo is gone. Um, I'm still a bit skeptical on Pacheco, but clearly he's a play when he's going in the 150s, 160s, 170s. Once he gets beyond that, I think it's thinner, but man, the appeal of playing in Kansas City's offense is obviously a big boost. Next riser to discuss is Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard is up 3.1 spots to 95th overall. I typically in drafts, I'm skipping over this range at tight end, this Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson, uh, Dawson Knox type range. I prefer either elite tight end or try to figure it out late. But man, I am tempted by the raw talent of Goddard and his potential target concentration in Philly. Like, I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to target running backs a ton. And I don't think there'll be a lot of target share going to number three or number four wide receivers either. Goddard is such a talented dude, second among all tight ends. Beyond only George Kittle in yards per round run last year at 2.34, and he was ninth in that category in 2020. So close your eyes, bet on talent. I still think Dallas Goddard in that late 90s range is okay. Next riser is Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's up 2.8 spots to 80th overall. Let me put it this way. I'd much rather have Tony Pollard at 80th overall than Jalen Tolbert at 116th. Like, not even close. I mean, Tolbert may be behind Noah Brown, and Tolbert is still a third-round rookie without a clearly defined role. You know, 116 is really rich. 
the Pollard stuff is interesting to me though, because I think he might be an outlier. It's just such a perfect storm for them to actually use him as a true pass catcher right out of the gate. And, and believe me, I'm well aware that every offseason there are countless bullshit stories about X running back playing more as a split wide receiver. And it almost never happens. But with Amari Cooper gone and Michael Gallup out and James Washington hurt and Pollard's truly unique skill set, I actually think this one is possible. I mean, they need him on the field so, so bad. He's reportedly been working with the wide receivers coach. I'm still in even at 80th overall. Last riser to mention, of course, is George Pickens. George Pickens up 13.3 spots to 140th overall. You know, other than Isaiah Pacheco, I think Pickens is the rookie with the most buzz right now. We've been talking about this guy for a while. No brainer would have been around one pick in the real NFL draft if not for that March 2021 ACL tear. But he certainly looks completely healthy now. He's been the star of Steelers camp by a mile. He dominated the first preseason game. And I actually like both Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. But Deontay Johnson's massive target share was likely juiced by Big Ben's woes and Big Ben's tendency to lock on to Deontay. And Claypool, I mean, God, I, I still like him. But last year was scary when he was getting benched. And it was just scary. So yes, I still think George Pickens is worth taking in the 130s, 140s. Easy to see the big ceiling on him. We get to this week's fallers. Darren Waller down 2.8 spots to 51st overall. We got some clarity on Darren Waller over the weekend. He's been missing the last couple of weeks of practice and it was due to a hamstring injury. Sounds like he'll be fine though. The more interesting stuff around Waller to me is how he's affected by the arrival of Devontae Adams. Obviously, Adams is going to soak up a ton of targets, a ton of red zone looks. We also have Josh McDaniels installing a pass down back a la James White that's going to soak up targets. You know, it's going to be either Amir Abdullah or Kenyon Drake, I think. You know, that's another reason that I have zero Josh Jacobs. But back to Waller, you know, at 51st overall, I'm in on Waller. You know, he's really been sliding a lot. And I think there's a clear teardrop here after Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, Darren Waller. After those four guys, you start getting much shakier at tight end. And this, to me, this group of four represents a tier that can actually win you weeks, you know, explosive pass catchers that can crush your opponents at the tight end spot. And so obviously the end of a tier, 51st overall, yeah, I'm in at Waller there for sure. Second faller is David Montgomery down 2.7 spots to 60th overall. And much like Josh Jacobs, I have zero David Montgomery so far and don't plan to start now. I think there's a lot of problems here. If you listen to our pod with Brandon Thorne, you know Chicago projects to have one of the NFL's worst offensive lines. Justin Fields is going to steal some goal line rushes. Khalil Herbert is good. This Bears team could be one of the worst in the league. It's just a really bad setup for David Montgomery. Easy pass for me at 60th overall. And last faller to mention, it's Gus Edwards down 17.6 spots. Jackie Dobbins, meanwhile, as expected, up six and a half spots to 55th. I think the market is getting efficient here on the Ravens running backs now. You know, I, I got my J.K. Dobbins in round six or round seven. I'm not going to take him as he soars up. You know, the opportunity cost is just way higher around three, four, five. when we're talking about a running back in J.K. Dobbins without much of a pass catching projection coming off of a knee reconstruction. And Gus, yeah, it just doesn't sound good on Gus. I mean, he doesn't sound close, so easy pass there. Oh, uh, one more follower I got to mention. Last follower, uh, Brevin Jordan is down 11.7 spots on FFPC to 198th. I mean, 198th overall is really late. 
given what we know is going on in Houston. I mean, Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins are locked in as the wide receivers, but there's really not much behind that. Brevin Jordan is a pass-catching tight end, just turned 22 years old. If he finished second on the team in targets this season, like it wouldn't completely shock me. You know, he's going to play almost every snap, and I think for sure he'll be in in all passing situations. And yeah, I know I've said this a million times, but Davis Mills and Pep Hamilton, to me, one of the most underrated quarterback offensive coordinator duos in the entire NFL. You know, maybe not good, but underrated for sure. And so 3,100 also, God, 3,100 on DraftKings uh, is Brevin Jordan in week one against the Colts. You know, it, it wouldn't be an NFL DFS season without me taking a zero on a punt tight end. All right, that is going to do it. We will be back tomorrow for Silva's top 150 rankings changes as we go through all of the important news from preseason week one. Four, Jerry. Four, producer Luke and producer Jackson. I am Adam. Good luck, everybody. Mm-hmm.